What it is, guys, your boy Alan here with an episode of Alan Lines, and today we got the national championship between Alabama and Ohio State. Reaction, review to it, and that's what my guys do. It's my reactions, my review to it, and I'm gonna have a little segment at the end of you know, the, what do I think? What does this game mean for the future of the NFL prospects, which is Mac Jones, Devontae Smith, Najee Harris, Justin Fields? guy that just brought his name into it christian barmore and you know i'm just gonna put my reaction on my thinking my opinion on what's gonna mean this what it means for them so let's start off man let me start off by saying this is the best college football offense ever all right they managed 7041 total yards 630 total points 48.46 points per game while going 11-0 versus the SEC with an average defense. All right, these are all records. Record-breaking season during coronavirus. All right, so I've heard that. Is it the asterisk on this? No, sir. There's no asterisk. It's probably one of the hardest seasons that football has ever, college football has ever had experience, and they pulled this. So no asterisk, bro. They should highlight this and put it in the College Football Hall of Fame. It's what they should do, all right? It's what they should do. Let's start off with the game, all right? Obviously, like I said, the game. Actually, no, I didn't say that. But Bama beat Ohio State 52-24 to with Mac Jones throwing for 36, completing 36 of his passes and 45 passing attempts. 464 passing yards. Touchdown reception ratio 5-0, QBR 98, and he did have a fumble. Our boy Devontae Smith, the Heisman winner, 12 receptions, 215 yards, 3 touchdowns, and all was in the first half. Because in the second half, we went off with his hand injury. It was like, I don't know, I think it's, I don't know, one of his fingers. And in one of his fingers, he got jammed by a tackler, and then he left for the rest of the game. But imagine if he didn't get it, or if he stayed the whole game, he would have broken any record in these games. Probably would have gone for 300, maybe even 400 yards receiving. So, that just tells you about the Heisman winner. You see that? He won the Heisman, and he came out hungry. That just, that, that just puts the mindset that Devontae Smith was in. Alright. Then, Najee Harris, our running back, finished with 158 total yards. Rushing and receiving, and just memo of the game. Pretty much the whole thing in the game was out. The Alabama offense got what they wanted, when they wanted. Okay, it was just all them. They completely dominated this game. Ohio State defense had no answers, and that's just. I mean, that's what people were saying that was gonna happen. So it's actually predictable. People were gonna say. Now, like I said on my previous episode about the national championship. I said Wade had no chance versus Devontae Smith. And guess what? He beat him the whole time. He torched him. Torched. I mean, don't credit to Sean Wade, though. He did his best, man. But none of the receivers could cover him. No receiver. No, no receiver. All defensive backs. No cornerbacks could cover this man at all in the whole college football. So, you know, I can't even get mad at Sean Wade for that. So, <laughs> a lot of people gave him, you know harassment for saying that he wanted Devontae. What was he supposed to say? He's supposed to say, no, I don't want him. 
come on now you know it's just competitive spirit so i don't even blame him for saying that but, you know just many had a torch and but let's get on with Ohio State's offense. All right, Justin Fields finished 1733, 194 passing yards, touchdown reception ratio 1 to 0, QBR of 87. He played well. Like his QBR suggests and first, he still should be the number two prospect in drafting. That's what I'm gonna get into that earlier on why he should still be the number two in draft. But let's continue on with the preview. Preview. Master Teague. I remember this guy's name because I've never heard a guy named Master. But his name is Master Teague, man. And he has, he's a running back for Ohio State. He had six carries, 67 yards, two touchdowns. He came after Trey Sermon got injured on one of the first one of the first plays that happened in the game. Hope Trey Sermon is doing well and everything. I think he broke his collarbone, but I you know, hope he's doing well. And Master Teague came in and for an Alabama fan, kind of gave me a scare. Okay, I was like, whoa, I don't know what's going to happen. But then Kings calmed down. Because our defense, it was average again. But I'm not going to give it that harsh. I'm going to give it a little bit above average because they held Ohio State to 24. And that's pretty impressive. All right. So I'm going to let that slide. And that Ohio State offense is very good and they only held them to 24 points so you know so i'll give them credit for that and what held the main reason what held ohio state's offense to that much points is christian barmore man our defensive tackle man was a beast he singly single-handedly was carrying the whole defense man was manhandling that offensive line stuffing the run game attacking justin fields Right, for a defensive tackle, this man was all over the line. He's playing defensive end sometimes. I was like, whoa. For a big man, he's like 300-something pounds. And this man moves. He has, he has soft feet. All right, he has quick feet for a big man. And he can move around. I was like, impressive, impressive stuff. Finished with five tackles, three solo tackles, one sack, two forced fumbles. All right, made himself from green in this game. Which brings me back to my next, which brings me next to my next segment. What does this game mean for future NFL prospects? Like I said of Christian Barmore, the whole season he was playing all right. But this game, he showed up and he showed up in the right time, right time, right game. Where everyone's eyes are on him. And like I said, he just made himself so green for doing everything that I said previously. But let's get down to... Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Alright. Before this season, he was probably probably be like Joe Burrow. He'd probably be a fifth or sixth round prick project before his famous year. Mac Jones did a Joe Burrow. Okay, now he's predicted to be a late first round and early second round pick. And I mean it's obviously that's not that much of a Joe Burrow because Joe Burrow got number one pick. But that's still pretty impressive for Mac Jones. Mac Jones came from the fourth quarterback on the depth chart for Alabama to be the number one guy and to, and to be on the best offense ever. All right, so that's very impressive for my boy Mac Jones. He finished with the highest QBR ever in college football. Okay, so that, that's saying something about him. Yes, 
He has a lot of weapons, obviously. He had Najee and Smitty and John Mechie and Billingsley. And the offensive line is good. Ryan Brian Robinson's a pretty good running back. But if you don't have a competent quarterback, you're never going to get anything done. And he's proved to be that. And I think he actually proved that to be more. Because he was also on the Heisman contender. So, great stuff from my boy, Mac. And I hope he does be a late first-round pick. Probably, be, I think people have him like the fifth-round prospect. I mean, not fifth round, fifth overall pro, fifth overall QB prospects. What I mean. So let's let's see where he goes. I hope he goes. That's good though, because then he'll actually go to a good team, and he'll learn. And I mean, do I think he's in the NFL? I think he's gonna be like, oh, a great quarterback. Probably not, but he'll probably be a average starter, or he'll be a great backup. So go, my boy. Mike Jones wants him to succeed. All right. Second, Devontae Smith. What does this mean for him? Well, this game just embodied his whole season. It summarized his whole season in one. Okay, this man was uncoverable the whole season. And he won the Heisman. He's the best receiver right now in his in this draft class for sure. Uh, this game probably made him a top five pick for sure. But, I mean, actually, I don't know because maybe with that hand injury... Let's see how that heals up and let's see if he's ready in time for the draft, which is actually in three months, but they'll probably heal up over the summer and then it won't be that big of a deal going into the NFL season. So yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of saying people saying that it's gonna go to Todd McShay on his on ESPN on his mock draft said he was gonna go third overall to the Dolphins. I like that because then he's gonna go with Tua. And they already have a connection, being from, from Alabama, and they played with each other. So that's going to actually be a good uh, pickup. It'll be a good addition. And Miami is only at the third pick because Houston doesn't know how to trade. All right, Bill O'Brien with his mess. So that's the only reason. They're a good team. The only reason they're in third is because of that. So he's going good to a good team. So I would want to see Smitty there for sure because... I like Devontae Parker, but Miami does need some help. Does need some weapons for my boy Tua. Another option would be the Jets. I don't want him to go to the Jets at all because that franchise, that Neptitude, that Neptitude franchise is horrible. They have no idea what they're doing. So, no, no to the Jets. For my boy Najee Harris. Okay. Another guy who stayed in school to, to develop, all right, to gain his progress more. It worked out for him, right? It paid off because this man looks like the best running back in the country for sure. But, and it did drive his uh, drive. It did put up his draft stock a lot because now he was probably a third round. Now he's a second round or late first round. And for running backs, that's pretty good, all right? No one takes running backs anymore in the first round because, you know, their, their value has plummeted down. But what Najee just put out this year, and what he said in the national championship game, this man was doing everything for us on offense. Making him seem great. So I think Najee will be, I think he actually will fall. Uh, it will be a late first round pick for sure. I have no idea where he will go actually. No idea, but whoever gets him, they're going to have a great baller on their hands. My boy Najee, man. And the main person that we want to get into was Justin 
fields. Okay. After this game, okay, the, what, in the 11 game span? 10, no, 10, 11 game span, 10 day span. Okay. After this performance, people are already putting him down. But we were already dropping Justin Fields from their draft board. And I think that is a huge mistake. Huge mistake. Because he still should be the number two prospect in the draft. Overall prospect in the draft. And the number two quarterback behind Trevor. Because, okay. What Justin Fields has done in these two years in Ohio State is great. Okay, yes, this year he didn't play, well, like, he only played six games, and he had those two horrible, I won't say horrible, but not great, mediocre games versus Indiana and Northwestern. But this man is still a great quarterback. You're going to just dismiss what he did versus Clemson? No, man, I don't think he should not fall because he's everything you want in a quarterback. He's 6'3", has a great football IQ, mobile, Great arm, like I've said in my previous episode. No, this is all. You, this is what you want right now in today's NFL quarterback. So Justin Fields should not fall. All right. So I see these people putting him not like below Zach Wilson. Okay, below. Some of them put below Kyle Trask. No way. No way. Okay. Just, they don't even compare in that competition. Now, okay, Kyle Trask does. Kyle Trask does not have what Justin Fields has. All right. Did did, Tr- did Kyle Trask take Florida to the national championship? No, Justin Fields did. All right. So I cannot handle this slander, okay, this, this blasphemy of putting Justin Fields below or getting into uh, or you know, getting into below or falling out of the top 10 in the first round. No, sir. No, sir. Okay. Someone's going to get Justin Fields. I have no idea who. I don't think maybe it's going to be the Jets because they wanted Trevor. And the only reason they'll probably get a quarterback is that Jags don't get Trevor, which that doesn't look like it's going to happen. So I have no idea who gets Justin Fields. All right, but maybe leading up to the draft, there's going to be more information. More information is going to leak and everything. So we'll see what happens on that. But no way. But the overall thing. Is that's very disrespectful to make Justin Fields fall down, right? To put him as, I don't know, a fourth overall quarterback prospect? No way. No way. Second. Second, okay. So, second overall prospect. I just can't. People have actually said that. I can't believe they actually said that. Justin Fields, okay. He's going to be, I think he's going to be a great NFL quarterback, all right? Great one. We'll see. I don't think maybe he won't wait. He'll be a top 10 guy for sure. Top 10 guy for sure. So my guy just took Sorry. Alright guys, that was episode. More college football. Until next year. Hope you guys enjoy this, man. This boy Alanizing. Out. Oh.